Hello and welcome to the Managing Uncertainty podcast. This is Brian Strauser, Principal and Chief Executive here at BrightPath. And in our 158th episode, I want to talk a little bit about trust in business continuity and crisis management programs. Although I think this probably applies more to business continuity than to than to crisis management, but hear me out. One of the challenges that I see when we're evaluating business continuity programs uh, and crisis management programs too is this disconnect. The disconnect that I see is where we have, even if we have good, solid subject matter experts in business continuity and crisis management, managing the program or, or leading the program, but we see a disconnect between their understanding of the broader business and their approach to business leaders when they're looking for support or compliance or even participation in the business continuity life cycle of you know, risk assessment, BIA, business continuity planning, exercises, and maturing plans. That there's a, I often see this big disconnect there. The disconnect that I see is when, you, when we are talking with the business stakeholders and we ask about the perceptions of the business continuity team and the business continuity program, I hear a lot of deep sighs and frustration. And what I, when I probe and ask, you know, tell me more about what's going on, I often hear things like, this feels like busy work, I feel like this isn't value added, I feel like we've created a plan that we would never use, I feel like the business continuity team doesn't understand my business and what we're trying to do, or they just don't see the value. I was talking with a prospective client this morning, a, a large organization, one of the largest organizations in, in my part of the world. And that was one of the questions I got from their, from their CISO as we were talking about, you know, how do you, how do you think about value in a business continuity program? How do you think about that? That, uh, how do you demonstrate that delivery of value? And I told him that I, I think about this almost the way you think about building a pyramid of building blocks. At the bottom of this pyramid, there are the things that you have to do in like their table stakes for your program. And we were specifically addressing business continuity in this way. But you think about the things you have to do from in terms of table stakes in this in this area. We have to ensure life safety. We have to comply with our legally obligated regulatory and compliance requirements. And we have to comply with internal policies and, and kind of that, that stage that has been set for all of us. And that is the first step. These things we have to do. The next step is you may have contractual obligations with your customers. You could choose not to do business with those customers and that would, is why I wouldn't put that at the very bottom. But, at the, but that's that next step. You have to do these things because I want to do business with Acme Corporation. And Acme Corporation requires that I do these three things from a continuity standpoint. And then you do things because they're, they're part of the program that you have established. And at the top of that is you do things in your program because it supports your overall business of where you're trying to go. And I think this is where that that disconnect as a continuity program comes into play. Whatever your organization's strategic objectives are, wherever your organization is headed 
new initiative acquisitions, new product lines, new real estate, new operating model, that's where your program needs to go. And your program needs to be perceived as an organization that is supporting those efforts. I'm seeing this a lot right now in the business county news space because I believe that the pandemic has changed the way we think about business continuity to some extent. It's changed the way we think about business continuity because of a couple things. It used to be that we focused a lot on providing alternate workspace for everybody, knowledge workers, contact centers, people who had to do hands-on work. We did that for everybody. I've got 200 people on my IT team. I need 200 seats in an alternate facility if I can't use the main building that I'm based in. That ship has changed. That ship has sailed. The new model is, well, five out of those 200 need to be able to work in that building because there are five people that, for whatever reason, maybe they're data center operations, they have to have their hands on what's going on there. So now that that has radically changed, and a lot of business kind of professionals haven't made that curve. The second is, a lot of companies discovered during the pandemic that they had a business continuity program, that they had some people hiding back in a corner doing BC work that were really more compliance focused than anything else. And the company turned to them and said, we need help through this pandemic. And they were not ready for that. They were not ready for the visibility, for the sunlight, for that moment that we've all been waiting for when suddenly business continuity would be important. The third is, that technology itself is radically changing. I was in a, one of our client sites a few weeks ago for the first time uh, on site with them and I was touring their primary data center and it's three quarters empty because all of that equipment is now in the cloud. Whether it's AWS or it's Azure or it's Google Cloud or it's the private clouds being put up by organizations like Dell and and um, uh, um, SAP, and I, I think Oracle's headed that way and others, it's completely different than how it used to be. It has changed both business continuity and disaster recovery. And the team hadn't kept up with that. They were super confused by thinking about, having to think about how to recover things in the cloud. Whereas that's going to be the starting point for a lot of organizations moving forward. Is anything new? is gonna go in the cloud as opposed to being in an on-prem data center kind of situation. So as our industry changes, as our companies change, as business continuity professionals, we have to be able to keep up with that. And we have to be evolving our business continuity and crisis management and crisis communications programs to support those changes, the strategic direction your organization is going. The, the future of what business continuity, resiliency, and crisis management looks like. And if we as professionals can't keep up with that, then we lose trust with our internal clients. And once that happens, our programs are dead in the water. That's it for this edition of the Managing Uncertainty Podcast. I'll be back next week with another new episode. Be well.